Hey folks, welcome to the program. This is a special presentation that I want to talk to you about what I call, well, social responsibility, or should I say responsibility to your audience if you happen to be somebody that is behind a microphone or behind a camera. I believe that you have a responsibility to your audience to make sure that, well, what you do is to a standard that is becoming of a broadcaster now, of course. I'm not talking about joking with people on air. I'm just talking about are you being responsible with your broadcast? Now, this particular program, I've titled Stretch That Rope, How Dangerous Rhetoric Can Destroy Lives. And I want to tell you a story of a 60 five-year-old fellow from Hiawatha, Iowa. He became upset with some of the Board of Supervisors about what was going on in, of all places, Arizona. As you know, Arizona's been a hotbed. But we're going to talk about this 65-year-old fellow from Hiawatha, Iowa, Simply because, not too long ago, he was sentenced to two and a half years in prison. He was sentenced to two and a half years in prison for words that he used to an election official. So this is kind of a case study of responsibility in this episode that I call Stretch That Rope, How Dangerous Rhetoric Destroys Lives. By the way, today's program is brought to you by SetMeFreePlease.com. SetMeFreePlease.com. None of us can 100% predict the future, but we do have to prepare. Frankly, I'm worried about our future. I'm worried about each and every one of you being able to take care of your family, your grandchildren. Maybe it's just to make ends meet or pay your bills. America's suffering. There's many things to be concerned with, but you're probably thinking, how do I get out of this mess? What can I do? Just, I need some help. How can I be set free? Well, we've developed a plan for setmefreeplease.com. And all I'm asking you to do is go to setmefreeplease.com. You're just going to fill in your name, email, and phone number, and we're going to give you a call, and we're going to hand walk you through a program that if you're ready to be dedicated, you're ready to follow a program, you're ready to take back some control in your life, but you need guidance, we're going to help you. There's over... Two billion of us doing the plan, and we've got about 4,000 employees ready to support you and make you successful. Maybe it's you just want to make sure that you take your money back out of the system and support America and only American-made products. You can do that. Maybe it's just you need to make a little extra money to make sure you make your car payment or your insurance payment. Maybe you're trying to figure out how can I just expand my retirement because you're certainly not getting much when illegals coming across the border get 22 or $2,500 a month and you're lucky to get 
$1,100 a month in your Social Security check. So if you're ready to do something about it, I'm inviting you to go to setmefreeplease.com. That's setmefreeplease.com. Now we're going to get to the story of a fellow that let his emotions run away with him. But the story is not as much about this fellow as it is either how we help the conservative cause or we hurt the conservative cause. See, I believe as a broadcaster of any time, even if you only broadcast to one or two people, you have a responsibility to those people. You can't take it willy-nilly. And when you get behind a microphone or a camera, you can't just say whatever you want to say. You have to have responsibility. You have to have ethics. And you have to understand there are consequences to words that are not carefully thought through. This story is about a fellow by the name of Mark Reese. He's 65 years old. He's from Hiawatha, Iowa. Now, what he did is he picked up the phone and he called the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. Yes, that very same Maricopa County we talk about all the time in elections. You know how bad Maricopa County is. In fact, you spoke out. And you made sure that the most phenomenal full forensic audit ever in American history was undertaken in Arizona. And just watching it, trying to get the truth out about that, you know how hard the fight has been. You learned, like I learned, that, well, you can't really trust your politicians, can you? You also learned, if you were watching Maricopa County, Arizona, when election officials and elected officials... We're faced with, hey, some of your real estate transactions look wonky here. And how do your houses keep on getting paid off? And then you get another loan and it gets paid off. And then you get another loan and it gets paid off. It looked odd. It was brought up in a public hearing. And, of course, the lawmakers freaked out. Now, did they pass new election integrity or election transparency laws? No, they immediately, lightning speed, passed laws that, Mere citizens could not look up the politicians' real estate records or banking records for mortgages. They moved to protect themselves real fast, real fast, and they really didn't do anything about election integrity except raise a hell of a lot of money from you. Now, why I'm telling Mark's story, a man who should be enjoying retirement at 65 years old, I want to basically give you what Mr. Reese said in a phone call. It was a voicemail that he left for Clint Hickman. Now, Clint Hickman is the election official in Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. You might remember the name because it comes from the large family of Hickmans that are chicken processors. Yes, that family chicken farm that went up in flames and burned, I think it was two million chickens alive. And there was a big 
story about, well, maybe the bedding of the chickens was shredded ballots. Nobody ever got to the bottom of that story. Not at all. In fact, we've heard from the rumor mill. We can't confirm it, but we have heard from people that are police or fire people that they were told you will not discuss that there were shredded ballots there or you'll lose your pension. See, that's kind of how the system uses threats and fear tactics. And to this day, that fire really probably hasn't been investigated the way it should. But let's just kind of set that aside. Mr. Reese was so upset over how the elections went specifically in Maricopa County, Arizona, that he picked up the phone and he called the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and he specifically called Mr. Hickman. And he says, hello, Mr. Hickman. I'm glad that you are standing up for democracy and want to place your hand on the Bible and say that the election was honest and fair. I really appreciate that. Then he goes on to say, when we come to lynch your stupid, lying, commie ass, you will remember that you lied on the freaking Bible, you piece of shit. You're going to die, you piece of shit. You're going to hang you. We're going to hang you. We're going to hang you. Now, of course, you can tell by that message that uh, Mr. Reese was absolutely upset. I want to tell you about some other conversations as well. I want to read another one to you. This one, the conversation goes like this. Again, once again, a recorded conversation. I went out and bought some lumber this weekend so I could build the gallows. So pretty soon, we'll have gallows being built all over the country. And we will take care of all these traitors to our nation. I went and I bought a bunch of rope. That way, I can pull people behind my car when their body parts fall off. So it's far enough behind, it doesn't get any blood on it. I don't know, but have it far enough behind so the doesn't get any blood on it. Now, that one is a pretty intense statement. I went out and bought some lumber this weekend so I could build the gallows. So pretty soon we'll have gallows being built all over the country. We can take care of all these traitors to our nation. I went out and bought a bunch of rope. That way I can pull people behind my car when their body parts fall off so it's Far enough behind, it doesn't get any blood on it. I want to hang them from the neck. I want to hang them from the neck until they're dead. Now, there's two differences in this conversation. The first one, which I'll go back and read to you, 
is one by Mark Reese, 65 years old, of Hiawatha, Iowa. Hello, Mr. Hickman. I am glad that you are standing up for democracy and want to place your hand on the Bible and say that the election was honest and fair. I really appreciate that. When we come to lynch your stupid, lying, commie ass, you'll remember that you lied on the freaking Bible, you piece of shit. You're going to die, you piece of shit. We're going to hang you. We're going to hang you. Now, Mr. Reese has been sentenced to prison. He is going to spend two and a half years in prison. Now, at this same time, Mr. Reese also picked up the phone and he left the message for Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich. Here's what he said. This message is for Attorney General Mark Burnovich. I'm a victim of a crime. My family is a victim of a crime. My extended family is a victim of a crime. That crime was the theft of the 2020 election. That election was fraudulent across the state of Arizona. That the Attorney General knows was was fraudulent. And that the Attorney General has images of those conspirators deleting election fraud data from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors computer system. Do your job, Bernovich, or you will hang. You will hang with those assholes in the end. We will see to it. That's your future. Now, that's two phone calls. Evidently, Mr. Reese got upset. And I've always told you, when you let your emotions go, and you don't check your emotions, things can happen. And that's why in my social media, I'm very careful when people start posting threats or we got to get our guns and get in the streets. Or we're going to have to get guns and take back our country. That I delete it because I understand there's a responsibility for two things. I'm responsible for you in my broadcast. To make sure that if you're participating in my broadcast to try to stay safe with me. And I'm, I'm just not going to let you get set up. I'm not going to let you get caught in a triangulation that will get you to act on your emotions, will get you to start calling names, when what we really need to do is we need to be calm. We need to learn. We need to be methodical because it's only truth that's going to fix this. Now, I'm going to go back to the other comments That I just want you to reconsider again. The quote is, 
There's your list of 19 traitors to the American people, along with the other traitors to the American people. I want people to go out there and get some wood. The gallows are getting wider and longer. We should build gallows all the way from Washington, D.C. to California. We just have a line of executions of traitors throughout the United States of America. And that's what I sent to the governor. I had to stretch that rope. I went out and I bought some lumber this weekend so I could build those gallows. So pretty soon we'll have gallows being built all over the country. And we can take care of all those traitors to our nation. I went out and I bought a lot of rope, a bunch of rope. That way I can pull people behind my car when their body parts fall off. So it's far enough behind, doesn't get any blood on it. I want them to hang from the neck until they're dead. Now, the two stories I just told you, one fellow is a fellow that was upset about the Maricopa County stuff and, according to court records, followed podcasters talking in this manner. The other conversation in the second half I read to you is a podcaster that people follow. One man getting caught up in his emotions and repeating those words and not controlling his emotions but repeating those words of getting a rope, we're going to come and hang you, has been sentenced to two and a half years in prison. The other person who set it out over the airways, well, nothing's happened although there has been additional statements about getting guns, getting in the streets, militias, etc. I bring this to your attention because I have always told you we are at war. But you can be a belligerent brute about it or you can be smart. And I think anybody behind a microphone has a responsibility to not incite violence. But all too often, like Ray Epps, as we saw him bebopping around through the standing crowds on January 6th, saying, We're going to the Capitol, we're going in, we're going to rush, and we're going to go in the Capitol. Once again, we have an instigator on camera instigating that nothing happened to. 
But we have good red, white, and blue Americans caught up in the moment and caught up in the emotions that are rotting away in prison, dying, not being taken care of, possibly being abused, and several that committed suicide when faced with the prospect of going to prison. There's a big part of me that believes when it comes to social media, it is all too easy to instigate mob violence. See, I believe that the deep state and those that are here to execute the plans of the deep state try to get people caught up in the moment. Let's go to what happened in Michigan with Whitmer and the supposed kidnapping. It happened to be a bunch of FBI guys and two or three normal guys, but they got the normal guys riled up, and that's what people do. But it's the normal guys' lives that got ruined. I'm giving this to you because I want you to understand in many ways this war, this deck is stacked against you. Not just in the fact that our government's not paying attention and and potentially going rogue, but many times you think you are in safe places. You think because you're watching somebody on a podcast or listening to them and they're ranting and raving and calling names and making threats, you falsely think you're in a safe place. Their conservative ways, just because you follow them maybe daily, lulls you into a sense of security that you're in a safe place with people of a like mind. I'm here to tell you, as I've always told you, words mean things. Words matter. And if your mind is allowed to be infected with We're going to come lynch you. We're going to hang you. We're going to hang you. We're going to stretch that rope. We're going to hang these people from the neck till they're dead. If you let your mind get infected with this stuff, even in a moment of weakness, it is you that becomes the target. See, the system wants you. The system wants to make examples out of everyday mothers and fathers. The system doesn't want to catch bad guys. The system wants to catch that God-fearing person who feels that their country is going to hell in a handbasket, probably like Mark Reese of Hiawatha, Iowa did. And the system wants you to get caught up in that anger and that fear And two, make a mistake so they can use you as an example. You might not remember this, but right after the 2020 election, one of the laws that came out that was written after our mail order selected, not elected president was put in. They wrote a piece of law that it made it a crime to threaten election officials. This is why they wrote it. They wrote that bill because they knew that people 
are going to get triggered. And I think a lot of people in the system are there to intentionally trigger people upset. That's what fear does. When they passed down this sentence on Mr. Reese, the attorney general said from the Justice Department's criminal division, the acting assistant attorney general, Nicole Argentieri, I think I'm saying that correct. This sentence makes clear that individuals who illegally threaten election officials and others associated with the electoral process will face meaningful penalties. The Justice Department will diligently investigate and prosecute attempts to illegally threaten, intimidate, and coerce individuals administering the nation's free and fair elections. But you see the irony in this, and just like the fake kidnapping that parlayed into January 6th. They didn't go after the people instigating it. They went after the people that got caught up in the emotions in the moment. And just like the things I read to you, this podcaster has suffered no ramifications. But when you listen to that type of rhetoric, and if you let it get away from you and you let it live in your post and you let it live in what you say and you let it live in what you think instead of pushing back on it and correcting it and calling for peace chances are that one day somebody's going to knock on your door and it's going to be the FBI and they're going to be arresting you for something you simply said that you had been lulled into believing was absolutely okay because you watched some podcaster do it across a quasi-TV network and therefore you think, well, it must be okay to say that when it's not. Folks, be careful. Do not live in fear. Live in truth. And the truth of the matter is we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. The truth of the matter is, although many people will spread conspiracy theories or all these hellacious stories because it gets them clicks and stuff, that's not being responsible. Making up stories to get people to watch or to make you more controversial might get you more clicks, but it's not having a responsibility to your audience, your family, your friends, your listeners. And so that's why I did this program called Stretch That Rope. I'm asking you to stretch your tolerance instead. I'm asking you to stretch your mind open to the fact that we are at war and the system wants to take you down. Donald J. Trump told you they're not after him, they're after you. And you should be taking that literally because the system would love nothing more than to get a school teacher who's about to retire or a fire chief who inappropriately says comments like this online and one day they knock at your door and make an example of you. Personally, I think if you're taken out of the fight, we all suffer and we need everybody to stay in the fight and fight. But we fight this with truth, with transparency, with ethics, 
with responsibility, which is exactly what the left and deep state doesn't have. But please remember, the deep state doesn't need an excuse to come after you. They're going to make one up anyway. But certainly don't give them the slam dunk case just because you couldn't control your emotions. And folks, if you're following people that support this kind of rhetoric, that talk this way, that post about violence, name-calling, etc., nonstop, you have to understand you're putting yourself in harm's way. And by the way, you have a responsibility to every friend you have, whether you're on Facebook or Twitter. Let's say you have 500 followers. When you turn around and you amplify that podcaster because you like them that says this kind of stuff, you're putting all of your followers in harm's way because it becomes a never-ending chain reaction. You thought it was okay because this podcaster saw it and they went out over TV and supposed to be Christian. And so you said it and you shared it. You've now pushed it down. And that's exactly what the system wants to catch us doing. Be better, folks. Expect better and demand better from the people you follow. I love you all.